0: So this is Joy Foster. I'm the founder of Tech Fixies. And uh, as you know, I am an online course creator and I have been an online course creator for the past two years. I've been a course creator for the last five years. Um, and, you know, when I was a kid, course creator and certainly online course creator wasn't even a career you could have. And uh, I don't even know. We're probably about the same age. What, what's your year of birth?
1: 85. <sighs> Oh 85.
0: Gosh, and I'm way older than you. I'm 1979. Uh,
1: okay. <laughs> so, okay. That's but, not way older. That's not way older. Well, too so, so, young. Come on.
0: Six <laughs> years. Six. I'm <laughs> over 40. You're not even close. Um, but you know, when we were kids, like this career didn't even exist. So I think I want to open by first of all, can you just tell my audience um more about you? I I met you through a boot camp that I did in April and then an accelerator that I did with you. I love your teaching style. I love your um, authenticity and your, you know, your genuine desire to help people. Um, basically, screw the nine to five, which is what you're all about. So tell us a little bit more. Tell my audience a little bit more about you, and um, I'm just gonna make sure that they're there so they can answer ask questions.
1: A uh, thousand percent. So um, I run the the brand called Screw the Nine to Five with my wife Jill, um, and she's upstairs right now uh, as we speak. And so we've been running this together since 2014. Uh, so before. Before we started up Screw the 9 to 5, um, we were actually bloggers, like myself and Jill, we were bloggers. And we had, I don't know if you knew this, but we had blogs in like um, uh, over 30 different niches, actually. So we had like a skincare blog. We had like a weight loss blog. We had a high heel blog. That's right. Like I blogged about high heels. Yes, 100%. You know, over um, here
0: we say niche, by the way, Josh. You have to say niche. niche.
1: My bad. I, I keep yeah. switching back and forth. Like I live in Canada now, um, but I'm Australian, as you guys probably tell. Um, so I'm like constantly translating different words all the time. Um, so, so we started in that direction uh, and it was great. We were actually making um, more than $100,000 a year as bloggers. We were living in Thailand. Like, it was a re- really like, awesome lifestyle business. Um, we also started Screw the Nine to Five because a lot of our like, friends and family, they kept reaching out and they were like, asking us, like, how are you guys, like, I don't get how you're living in Thailand right now and you've been there for two years, like what is going on? Like, how, how do you guys make money? I don't, I don't understand it. They probably thought we were like drug dealers or something, I don't know. Um, and, so, and so we started up Screw the Nine Five basically as a way to kind of just like answer anyone's questions. <laughs> Like that's essentially what we did. And like so over time. The nine to
0: five, so if you have questions about it, we're happy to answer them.
1: Totally. And we were just talking about like, you know, this is where bloggers like, this is like how we blog, this is how we make money. Um, you know, this is like how we're living over in Thailand right now. Like this is what the lifestyle is like, that kind of stuff. Right. And so eventually over time, um, the concept of screw the nine to five caught traction. And so we started building like a, a bit of a following outside of like just our, our mums and dads. Right. Um, and so over time it just kept growing, growing, growing until we reached a point where we were like, I feel like we love this. You know, it's, it's fine to like, it's it's okay like blogging about high heels and skincare and whatever. Like that's fine. But like that's not our passion really. And like living this kind of lifestyle is our passion. And so we were really starting to get behind what we were doing with we Screw the Number Five. And so we just went all in on that. And so we sold all of those other businesses, all those other websites, actually. Oh wow. Um yeah, we sold them all, um, and it's actually something that a lot of people don't realize you can actually do is yeah. you can sell, you know, these these websites for like three times their annual revenue, which is pretty amazing. So we sold all of them, and we had we were like, you know, we had a bit of cash flow to sort of fuel us for the the growth of screw of screw the nine to five. And so we started up this brand, and um, the first question we had was like, how do we turn this into a business? And it wasn't too long after that, that suddenly all the shiny objects started coming in, right? Where it's like, oh, you could do this. You could do that. You could do this, blah, blah, blah. And so one of the ones that came in was, hey, you can just create a course and you'll make money. Just create any course and you'll make money. And so we we're like, oh, great. This sounds like super easy. Like who's, uh, I, I can't like see anyone in the chat right now. I can but- t-
0: okay. Well, I can tell you, Josh, there are 32 people live with us. Uh, we've got okay. Pad- Padma. We've, and Padma is a career coach. Um, we've got El Hoyos who is an art she's like an art extraordinaire she does art okay. for kids Awesome. Um, and she's already started like a Facebook group helping other families during coronavirus do art um, and we've got Veronica Hope who's a specialist in uh, like oh I'm gonna get this totally wrong you know when women go through menopause it's the right. kind of the, <laughs> that period of time I know that <laughs> well, you don't yeah. know yet you're too young to know about that and I'm too young but
1: we actually do have a student of ours who is actually in the same area as well. So like
0: actually, yes. Women's hormonal, you know, situation. she's going to kill me for this. And then we've got, um, shell as well. Who's just launched a podcast and she's kind of finding her way. What's she going to talk about? And, and so, um, and we've got, I mean, there's more and more popping on and saying hello now. So, um, we, but we have a healthy audience here and if you want to just tell me what your, yeah, hormones, Veronica says it's hormones. Um, so now we're up to 40 now. So there's plenty of people here watching and awesome. I, I really want you to tell this story because I know what you're going to say about that first course you built. So tell us, tell us what happened when you built that course that anyone would buy.
1: So, so the thing is like, we all know that there's a lot of noise, right? And so it's like you, you, and you don't know, like you're just trying to like make predictions based off of what, what the so-called like experts would say, right? Oh, oh, so Sorry, hold on, so, hold
0: on. This is, we're that was- That's right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just got to mute the face i'm trying to
0: do that yeah i'm trying to do the comments and i'm screwed it up okay, anyway, <laughs> carry on carry on so
1: so we just go out and we're like okay let's just like create any course because it sounds like it's really easy to do right we're gonna make money straight away and i think at the time we had about three or four hundred people on our email list right and so we're like oh we're gonna sell all of those people are gonna buy our course no that's not how it works and so we, we went out, we just created a course based on like the first thing that came to mind for us, which was like, we're going to teach people how to do um, guest blogging, right? How to do guest blogging because we did a lot of guest blogging um, to like fuel the growth of our, of our blogs and stuff, right? Um, but the problem was is that we never actually asked people. We never went to them and said, hey, do you guys like want to learn about guest blogging? Like that, you know, think that would be a normal question asked, right? We didn't do that. So we spent um, three months creating this course we paid someone five thousand dollars to create it for us, and that was a lot of money for us at the time. Um, and then suddenly, we get to like the day before we launch, and in that moment, I don't know if anyone, everyone's, if anyone's ever experienced this, but in that moment, what we experience is quite common, which is like, I don't think this is going to work. Mm-hmm. Right? We had that moment. Where we were just like, I. I'm not fully sure if this is going to actually work or we're going to sell anything. Right. And so we knew in that moment, so we launched this thing and lo and behold, we made no sales whatsoever. Right. And so we day drank for a week straight.
0: <laughs> wait, but wait, we just have to stop for a second. You made no sales. I People we, need to we, hear we
1: that. We made no sales.
0: You, you spent 5,000 pounds of the course mm-hmm. built. You got there, yeah. you pitched it. No one bought.
1: No one yeah. bought. No book, and it was. I remember.
0: Wait, I just have to. I remember the very first time that I tried to sell. So we built a course and just kind of put put it out there and said, like, you know, well, you know, build it and they will come. and And we had like one person come and sign up, and she was great because I kind of sold it before I built the course. Okay. Like every week, she would (laughs) she would message me. She'd be like, "When's the next module coming?" You know, because I was kind of like, you know, and I expected we'd have a whole bunch of students, but I had one, so it was a little bit more. A little bit harder to get the motivation to kind of do it for one. But she ended up being one of our star students and now is one of our coaches. But um, because she was so persistent and so, uh, you know, helpful for me for getting it done. But I remember when I um, did, uh, you know, my first kind of webinar pitch on the course, and I had people signing up to show up. And I had one webinar where, like, no one showed up right. <laughs> so It's just like okay you know and you did all this hard. Work. I did the you know I did the we, webinar we, we're
1: laughing about it now but at yeah, the yeah. time it's like very right. different
0: <laughs> well and after my very first launch which quite frankly I mean you guys know we just went through and for those of you who are watching who aren't in the course creation world yet uh, a launch is when you actually kind of so from start to finish, launch a course. So, you know, in ter- in terms it's, kind of- of, it's
1: kind of like, you know, when you uh, enroll for like university, right? There's yeah. like that enrollment period. Like that's yeah, pretty it, much like what it is. Yeah. So yeah. the
0: launch is the enrollment period. And yeah. the very first launch I did, um, I think we had six students sign up. A couple of them I know are on this call. And, um, and I remember thinking it was going to be 100 students and not realizing it was going to take me a year to get to that point. But mm. I remember, um, you know, just thinking, okay, well, I'm going to serve these six students really, really, really well. Mm. And um, but I did eat an entire Ben and Jerry's cookie dough ice cream <laughs> tonight, on my own afterwards.
1: Just just <laughs> one. I'm I'm surprised. Just one. That's amazing.
0: Yeah, it, it was just one, and then I yeah, and then I did it again when I had a hundred students. So. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But a uh, celebratory. Yeah, celebratory that was celebratory. The it's first different. one
0: was consolation. Yeah, <laughs> it's
1: <was> completely different. <laughs> yeah, so, so we, we launched this thing and like we make no sales, right? Um, and so I like it was really like deflating and, and whatnot, right? And so um, once we kind of got over the initial sort of pain period, we realized, okay, we're going to go back to the drawing board. we have got to figure this out. Um, like who do we not, what do we need to do to get the information that we need in order to get this thing working, right? Uh, because we knew it was work, we knew we knew that people were buying courses. We just didn't know how to actually put it together in a way that made people want to actually purchase it, right? And so we went to like uh, we paid like ten thousand dollars to attend like a one week event. Um, and people uh, who were there were like uh, Amy Porterfield, if anyone knows Amy Porterfield. They all know I heard, Amy
0: Porterfield. Okay, they're okay.
1: Amy Porterfield. I make, I make yeah. them
0: do all of her freebie stuff and do her podcast because it's my favorite podcast. But yeah, yeah they, they all she's know awesome.
1: Yeah, she's all, she's a great friend of ours now. Like, she's amazing. Um, uh, someone who so you say someone's a podcaster, they may know like John Lee Dumas from uh, Entrepreneurs on Fire. Um, he's quite well known. Um, uh, Pat Flynn from Smart Passive Income. I don't know if if they kind of know. So these are the people that we first like. We went to this event and they were speakers at, at speakers at this event. So we well, went there, big we learned from them. Now
0: they're really they're big, big big names now. now.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And in the, so in, the,
0: in this world that we're in now
1: ex- yeah exactly and and like Amy is a big course creator uh, John like he has a, a course on like podcasting Pat Flynn like he has courses on like affiliate marketing as well as uh, a, a couple other things as well I think podcasting too um, and so we go there we, we invest all this money um, and we we get close to these people we we spend like uh, thousands of dollars on one-on-one coaching with with someone like uh, Stu McLaren, for example, from Tribe. Who I, um, I
0: so I found out about Amy Porterfield through Stu McLaren. Really? Because I well, I was um, interested. I thought TechPixies would be a good membership program, okay. and so originally I thought, okay, I'll set up as a membership. And so I researched into um, Tribe, which is his program about memberships, and then I researched into another one, which is connected to Thinkific. And at the end of the day, I decided I didn't want to do the ThinkIfic one just at the time. That wasn't right for me. And then I wanted to go down Stu McLaren's path, but like I found out about him about one day before his cart closed. And I was really skeptical because I thought there like, cause I didn't understand how the launches work. And I don't understand, I didn't understand that the cart open, cart closed was kind of usually over a five-day period and no longer. And I didn't really understand that when he said he wasn't gonna relaunch for a year. That he meant he wasn't going to relaunch for a year like i didn't i didn't get it and i and i didn't know how valuable his course was so i decided not to sign up for tribe and then um i was kicking myself afterwards because i thought actually if i've got to wait a whole year i mean that's just going to slow my progress down by a year and fortunately about six months uh well no it was more like eight months after tribe closed the doors Amy Porterfield's Digital Course Academy opened up, which I know you guys are aff- um, affiliates for and we were affiliates. I was an affiliate for last time, mm. but they, um, uh, like DCA opened and he sent an email uh, again, 11th hour. He's like, if you want to do a course, you need to go do Amy's thing. And I literally signed up. I was like the last minute to sign up. you know. I didn't, And I didn't even read her sales page. I didn't know anything about her, but I was like, I trust Stu and I missed his course. And at least I'll do this and then come back and do the membership stuff. Yeah. And then I ended up doing his course and my goodness like he is just a wealth of knowledge in terms of memberships he's and- he's he's,
1: he's, a bit, he's a bit of an OG he's been around for a long time um that that man he's been around for you know 15 20 years in this like in this kind of space. So he, he really knows his stuff. Like for sure. He's actually um, not too far away from me. He's actually just outside of Toronto here. Um, and so we catch up sometimes in Toronto, which is, which is always awesome to see him. Um, yeah. So we actually, so we coach with him and he was only taking like uh, one-on-one coaching for like three other people. And like, I, I don't know how we managed to lock it in, but we somehow like locked in coaching one-on-one with him. Wow, And and it was like during these times, like what we, what we realized is that um, what we were learning from that kind of coaching and also learning from just like being associated with like a lot of, you know, big course, course creators is that there was very specific ingredients that went into like successful courses, right? Um, and it, it wasn't until we actually like really started like consciously thinking about like, yeah, what are the ingredients? Kind of like, you know, it's like I could go, Jill doesn't let me cook because I'm a terrible cook. But like if someone gave me a recipe for to to actually make a meal I'm sure I would do a better job than just winging it right Well it's kind of like that with a, with an online course too it's like you need to know like, okay, what type of bonuses do you need to include in it? Um, you need to know, okay, what mo- these are my modules I'm going gonna, gonna to create, but what is the purpose behind each of those different modules? And for that, we, we call it like a roadmap, right? Um, there's also things like the big promise, like understanding that what you're selling with a course isn't the actual course but it's the outcome that the course is going to get for your students. Like that's what you're actually selling, right? Well,
0: and when I worked with you um, on the bootcamp that we did, so the bootcamp was about a six figure pop-up groups. But when I was going through that bootcamp, you talked about, you know, th- the same thing. What's your promise for the bootcamp? Cause we are talking yeah. about, you know, setting up bootcamps. And I love your framework for the promise. But what was so interesting was I was sitting here trying to create this really elaborate promise. And then it was, then you guys did a one-on-one hot seat with me and you're like, what, you know, it's not that elaborate. You help people return to work, change careers and start a business. Like that's what you do. And that's your Yeah, you're,
1: you already nailed it. I already like knew it. it. I out. already knew yeah. it. Yeah. But
0: sometimes you don't know what you, you know, don't know. Um, there's just one question. What's an OG? I, I just want you to say what that is.
1: <laughs> I know what um, it is original gangster like this is, by the way I'm from Australia but my, my wife Jill she's from Toronto and like so I've like gradually adopted a lot of her language <laughs> like I didn't I didn't speak like this before I met Jill um and if you if you meet her um, I know a number of you guys are actually joining our next boot camp so you're gonna like meet Jill you're gonna get to know her personality it's very different to mine like she's like super bubbly like super outgoing like um, you know pretty like in your face as well which is always like lovely um, but then I'm more of like the pragmatic kind of kind of side of it right um, yeah so OG is original gangster oh you
0: yes. know I mean that, again that's another term it's like launch right it's OGs become a way of saying you know my original peeps you know the people yeah. that were involved from day one so
1: yeah it's um, like your OGs
0: my OGs yeah like so Sophie Bradley is totally one of my OGs because she's been around <laughs> since day one in terms of the online stuff All right, so yeah, so there's definitely a secret sauce to making a course work. And and I know that that is true. And I know that's true because I've had to learn that secret sauce. Um, And I've been very lucky because I've been able to learn from amazing people uh, along the way, many of whom we've talked about already. Um, But you guys, in my view, are completely amazing when it comes to what you deliver. And I remember seeing the ad pop up. And it was like $37 for the boot camp that I did. And then I did it afterwards in Accelerator. Um, but I remember doing like seeing that ad and just going, that's like, it's so cheap. You can't not do it. And if you get the benefit of it, then, you know, you've just been massively blessed for a very small amount of money. And, and actually I thought, what's the catch, you know? And then when yeah. I got, then when I got, and then I decided to upgrade to the VIP and I've told all my ladies, you know, VIP is 100% worth it. Cause you get the hot seats and you get the a little bit more, um, one-on-one attention that you don't get when you just do the, the regular price. And you're
1: with the other VIPs, like, which I I think is actually like the most important thing, you know, like, like Joey, there were so many people that you connected with and that other people connected with you. And like, you were supporting those people just by being a part of the VIP. Like, to me, like the power of community is like, so overlooked, um, and I, I mean, you've obviously got an amazing community right now, uh, with your tech pixies and like, you guys know this when you're, you're watching it right now, all of you guys are connected with each other and all of you guys are supporting each other as you're kind of going through this transformation for yourself. So like anytime there's a chance to get together in a group type setting, like I always to say yes to that. Like I'm big on connection.
0: Well, yeah. let's talk about some of the people I okay. met. So I met Mel yeah. And I want you to tell Mel's story because you've got her in your ads right now. She's on your sales page and she, her testimonials there. So tell me the story about Mel because she's amazing. I met, and I got to meet her on the VIP program.
1: Yeah. So Mel's awesome. Mel's actually, she's a softball coach. Um, and so it, it'd be like the equivalent of like a cricket coach <laughs> uh, in, in the UK. Right. So she's a softball coach. Um, and so when she first came in, She'd been trying to um, create this business for three years. She'd been trying to make money for three years. And I, that story like, seems to resonate with a lot of people um, who've just been trying for a long time. They just have to, like- Wait, wait, Josh, code, can I right? stop
0: you right now? I just was trying to make money for 12. 12. Really? Not three, 12.
1: See, so the thing is like, so this is, this is her story, right? So three years, she's trying to get it going. Um, and I think she'd like, she tried to sell courses for in the past. She tried like a membership, tried all these different things. And so she comes into the bootcamp um, and we just help put together, like you guys will know this, whoever's going through it at the end of it, you're going to walk away with like a one page blueprint, And so, think of that. That's like your recipe for your course that you're going to go and create, right? So it's like, let's put that recipe together, go and create it. Um, so she puts, puts, puts it together And then she joined our accelerator, which is going to, which is basically teaching you how to actually go and promote and sell your course. And so she runs it. And then um, for the first time, she finally gets sales and she ends up making $2,000 in sales for a course um, that's uh, helping softball coaches, um, you know, like become better coaches essentially and, and support their team and that kind of stuff. Right. And so this isn't like how to make money online or, Um, you know, like personal finance or whatever. Like this is like someone who's real, like someone who's a softball coach and she's teaching other softball coaches, right? And she's translating that skill into a business now. And so she's now underway. Like this is the first launch she's done. She's going to do more and more, you know, into the future. They're going to get better and better and better as she does them. Um, But I think the point uh, with, with Mel, when I talked to her, she said, you know in the past she didn't really have a plan like she just created something and then went to sell it and then no one bought it and then she just felt like deflate it's like this doesn't work it, or this niche won't work i need to change my niche right and though and so she went through the boot camp put together the recipe created the program did the launch and then made money and she's like wow there actually is a system for this oh, yeah, so i think it's just really well, nice to know
0: no, there's totally a system, and actually, our Tech Pixies. I think one of the reasons that a lot of them have gravitated to this boot camp is because they know that we teach the system for social media, right? At Tech Pixies, yeah. most people will come in with one of two um, backgrounds. They've either okay. they'll they come into Tech Pixies as um, having like being totally scared of social media. Like they would classify themselves as a tech dinosaur. It's them by. They're getting tech shamed by their kids. You know, that's where, that's one group of people. The other group of people is actually, they've been out there doing social media, mm. but they feel like an imposter. They don't, they don't fully know what they don't know, but then they think they know quite a lot, which is actually true. It turns out they usually know quite a lot, but what they don't know is maybe just those little tiny tweaks and things that actually make it really work. And so we have those two kind of combinations of people coming through. And it's really powerful to see that once they learn how to use social media professionally, how they can really up their game. So what I love about these ladies who've decided to do the bootcamp is they're walking into the bootcamp with, um, with Skills. social media. well, yeah. and social media nailed. they know yeah. how to use social media, they know how to use social media to promote their course. Yeah. And many of them have also done, um, list builder society, because we have a partnership with that, with Amy Porterfield's list builder society, right. and they know how to do emails and get lead magnets going. So this combination to me, if you know how to do social media and you know how to do list building and you know how to do the course creation, like there's a really powerful mix there. So-
1: I, I mean, the, the big thing is, here, here's, what, here's what I noticed, right? Um, there's so much information on like things like, um, you know, like how to get more followers on Instagram and like, you know, like get more views on TikTok and all this kind of stuff, right? Um, the the pro- and, and that's fine, like you need to learn those skills, but if you don't connect those skills with an amazing product, right, that people want to buy, then like you may as well not have those skills at all, right? You know what I mean? Like you have to connect, it has to be translated into a product that people are going to spend money on. They're literally going to spend money on. That's how you translate it. That's how you turn it into a business. And so this is the, this is going back to the very beginning when someone just said to us, just create any course. It doesn't matter how you create it or whatever and it will sell. It's not true, Right. So you just have to understand that there's very much like a recipe, just like has a recipe for like how you should do Instagram, like how you should do like Facebook, like how you should do like any type of social media. Well, it's the same thing when it comes to creating a course. It's the same thing when it comes to this like launch uh, that we keep talking about. Um, there's a way of doing it and there's a way of not doing it. And so I think it's just really important that like, we just, we come to accept that like, okay, maybe I don't know right now, how to do it and so I need to go somewhere to find that information so I do it properly.
0: Well, and the best part about working with the two of you is you know how to do it properly. And I believe that so much cause I've gone through two courses with you. Um, and I knew who you were cause uh, I had heard an interview with uh, Amy and Jill had done a, a podcast interview And so it was really interesting because i had that familiarity from that podcast when the ads Mm -hmm. came up i was like oh actually these are a trusted source right and i think it's really important for my audience that they know that you are a trusted source like you have given me some some tips and some tricks that were game changers for me um and i you know i'm so thankful for that because we this last launch that we had was so successful because i worked with you guys and because i upskilled myself because i trusted that someone else out there might have a better way of doing things and actually if they were willing to teach me i was willing to learn and that is so powerful so tell me some other stories because i know there's a mandolin story in there and i know there's a fly fishing story in there and we got to get those out because these are so good
1: (laughs) i mean there's so many uh amazing stories there's so many like interesting Courses being created right now. Uh, I think what people need to know is that uh, what's happening right now is it's quite it's quite a wave that like people are catching onto. Um, There's this like wave of like e-learning, like online education or self like self-education, which is happening right now. Um, And I think like I read a study the other day that like by twenty, it's probably going to be faster now as a result of what's happening in the world. I think we've just had a speed up of the, the, the digitalization of the world. But I think it's by like 2023, um, the online or like e-learning industry is going to be worth like almost $400 billion or something like that. It's crazy. Like this thing is just exploding, right? And so what we're noticing is there's a lot of these different courses now um, popping up in all these different areas. And so when when we first got started, like it wasn't the case, but now it is becoming really mainstream. And so like one example is uh, a student of ours, Magnus, and he lives in Sweden. And, um, I love Magnus. Like every time I talk to him, he's, he's just a, he's just a, he's just a fun dude. Um, so he plays the mandolin, which is kind of like a a cross between like a guitar and a ukulele. Right. Um, and he's really good at it. He actually plays in concerts. He's like a professional mandolin player. Right. And so he started, he was like, okay, like I, I, he was working like something like, 70 concerts a year like for his job technically right and so he's like you know what i'm gonna start a youtube channel so he starts a youtube channel playing the mandolin just teaching the mandolin he grows he gets like uh, a few thousand subscribers and then he launches a membership for it and the membership's like 15 bucks uh, a month or something like that and he had when he first came to us he had i think about i think he was making about two thousand dollars a month from his membership right and so i said look i think you i think you need to create some type of course uh, as well because the membership's great but I feel like you need to create some type of like six week uh, course six week program that's really gonna like focus on accelerating their skills and so he goes through the boot camp he puts together his blueprint for his program and I knew it was going to sell I'm like this is gonna, this is gonna sell it's gonna do really well but he wasn't sure he's like I don't know we'll see what happens so he launched this thing it was like 347 dollars um, for his for his program and he launches it and he literally like writes back to us. He's like, Oh my God, I just made $22,000 like on this $347 mandolin program. Right. And, and I said to him, like afterwards, I said, like, you sound shocked. Like, why are you so shocked? Like you did everything right. Like we went through your blueprint. It's like all there, all the pieces are there. Like your audience, like you have a, you have a small audience, like they love you. You're amazing at what you do. Like, why shouldn't this translate into a lot of money for you, right? And so that was the first time he's launched it. And I said, all right, cool. Well, you know what? Next time we're going to try and double that. Next time we're, we're going to try and go up to like 50,000. So he's just in this moment right now where he's just like, wow, like I can't believe this is actually a thing. And so he's just like enjoying that period right now, which is fantastic. Uh, another person, Jordan, uh, reached out to us right after the boot camp. And so Jordan, he, is, he has, he's a fly fisherman in British Columbia in Canada, And so he created a course for like how to catch trout in the Northwest of the United States or something like that. It was like very like super niche. And I was like, okay, like we'll put this blueprint together. We'll see how this works. He rolls this thing out. He makes $30,000 on his course on fly fishing in the Northwest of the United States. I was like, this is kind of, it's kind of amazing. Like what's happening right now in the world. Like there's this, Generation almost of of new entrepreneurs coming onto the scene that are translating the knowledge and experience that they have into these incredible businesses where they're passing that knowledge on to other people, well, this and is, I I think it's just amazing. I think it's an amazing revolution that's happening in the world right now.
0: Well, and I think this is the thing I love about online courses, right? And I think if any of us have been doing online courses, like I. So until a year ago, um, I had occasionally bought little like Udemy courses here and there or whatever, never started them. You never, ever did them. And if I did start them, they were so painful that I didn't, you know, I didn't even want to finish them. And it wasn't until obviously I was like with the queen of course creation that I was like, oh my gosh, that is how you run a course that I thought, okay. So when, when good course creation is modeled to you, uh, yeah. when you, like when you can see that it can be done the right way, and and always with the students' best interests at heart, there's something really magical that happens. And so I experienced that on your boot camp, which is why I wanted you to come on and talk to people because I wanted people to really understand that that you know you, your knowledge, your expertise, you, and you've invested in yourself over the years. Yeah. Just like I've been investing in myself, but you're 100 percent right. We are living in a period of time where. If someone knows how to do something really well, and they can figure out how to share that knowledge, and I think if you can shortcut that, that, you know, if you can shortcut your ability to do it faster by learning from someone else who's done it already several times, well, you know, then you've got, and this is what I say to everyone who wants to start a business, go find the guru in your space that's got an online course and go do it because You, you know, if you want to do social media, obviously we say, come do Tech fixes. but you know, if you want to go learn sales, there are people to go, you know, Colin Boyd's a friend of yours. I just, his sales course. I love it. You know, there's all sorts of different courses, you know, Epic um, VIP success, you know, that's the, the Dr. Shannon Irvin's course, Rick Mulready for Facebook ads, you know, people who have amazing courses with amazing results. You know, they, and, and, but you can learn anything,
1: anything, anything. anything. and the
0: best part is what what I love about you guys and in other people in your space is you've made it to the top of this, this world of online courses, but you're not holding that knowledge. You, you all have, you and Jill have this mindset of abundance, not a mindset of scarcity. And you feel like, look, let's give course creation skills to as many people as possible because Mm -hmm. it really genuinely changes their life. Yeah. You know, and and for me, you know, for sure, course creation has changed my life. It's like I said, I went, it's been 12 years um, since I've been building my own businesses. This is my third business. And it was finally the one business I thought, you know what, actually, I might be able to make this work and I might be able to scale it. I might be able to, you know, I might be able to support the team. And and I tried so many things before where it was, you know, the income was, there was a max on the income. There was a max on the impact. And this is the one thing that I felt like there's no there's no ceiling anymore.
1: There's There's no ceiling. Yeah, you've got
0: you can do the impact to the greatest degree, and that's what you know. And as a social entrepreneur, that's where my heart is. But at the same time, you know, you financially as a company and as an individual, you can be in a really good place. And I think you know, for women who are, and I wanted to talk to you about this because there's some women who are nervous about Mm. joining this course because they're nervous like, what if I decide I want to be a course creator and I'm in a job right now mm. and, you know, and, and they're kind of afraid to take that leap from the job into course creation. And they're afraid of, you know, because they're afraid they're going to lose the income that they're providing for their family and they're going to go into this. And, you know, I mean, can you speak to that a little bit? Because I know that's already come up a little bit in our group, you know, and I, I did a very open live w- within our private group about, um, you know, the impact it's had on my marriage and how it is tricky. You know, it's tricky doing yep. anything. But um, but I'd love to hear your feedback and what your thoughts are on that kind of objection of, you know, how do I how do I navigate this kind of maybe working a little bit, but then, you know, making that Yeah, way. like
1: like the transition. Yeah. Well, like, like screwing what, the nine what does to five. Like? What does screw <laughs> the nine to five look like? No, no, that that's a great point. Um, I think like one of the the key things is when you go through the transitional period is um, you don't need to Like we say this to people as well, we say like, you don't need to like, I I want you to invest money for sure. Because like when you invest in a course, this goes back to what you're saying before too, is like, you know, you can go buy like a Udemy course for like seven bucks and it's like 85% off or whatever, or like you can go take like a free course or whatever, but it's not the course. Right. It's, it's not about the course. It's about the results you get from the course. Right. And so if you invest $7 in something, then like you're going to take $7 worth of action as a result of that. Right. If you invest $1,000, you're going to take $1,000 worth of action. Like money is just like the great like accountability checker. That's what it is, right? So you spend money on a, on a course, it gets you to take action, right? Forget about the course. It's the results you want to get from taking the course, right? That's what, that's all that matters. Um, so when you're making the transition, uh, my personal opinion is to think, okay, what am I willing to invest? Um, what, what am I willing to lose in order to learn something, to evolve, um, to the next level, right? In order to eventually turn this into a business, right? I think that's where you want to sort of start from there because everything else is just going to come down to your time that you put into it, right? So like, that's why the the boot camp that we put on is something, it's $37. And like, people might ask the question, like, you know, how can this be like that good if it's only $37? Well, that's kind of the point of it. It's like, you, you don't know us, like you're just getting to know who I am right now, right? So what I want to do is want to say, hey, look, this is $37, I want you to take this and we're going to over deliver, right? I'm over promising. I'm going to over deliver on this. So I want you guys getting to the end of this and taking tons of action, putting together a blueprint for your course and then going out and doing it. Like, I don't, I don't care if you go on and like purchase one of our things later or whatever. I just want you taking action and moving forward, right? That's all that's really important for us. And so when you're making the transition, just keep in mind like that there are going to be a lot of, um, people pulling you in different directions, right? They're gonna be pulling you in different directions. Um, Just remember that the most important asset you have is you, is you and your time. And so don't think I'm gonna go and buy, you know, like this $10,000 program because they're gonna do all the work for me. Like that's not gonna happen, right? It's like, you're investing that money so that you show up and you take the necessary actions to get yourself results. Like, I think that's like really crucial. Um, as far as like losing income, I I think you're not really going to, if you already have a job right now and you're doing this on the side, like, I don't think you're actually going to lose any income from it. It's only, it's only based on what you're willing to invest in, if that makes sense. Um, but I, I haven't like met anyone yet who has like, um, who had a job and then started like an online course business or whatever, and like lost money. Like they always had their job there and there was nothing that impacted their job from, from anything I've
0: Well, and if anything, it's more that you hear the story that the business goes really, or the, the course business goes really well. And then they leave the job, you know, you could like, they kind of do both until they've got enough income from the one. I mean, yeah. I've always, I've always been an all in kind of person. So I, I usually struggled. I mean, I did do that a little, and it's hard. It's hard trying to do a job on the side and then trying to launch a business. That's hard, but I have done it. A lot of people have done it. Um, I've got a couple of really good questions that have come up on the live. Um, yeah. And this one, I think we can both speak to. So Padma says, what if I only have one potential course and nothing afterwards, no follow-on? Does that make sense? And I will, and I'll just answer this and then obviously you can yeah. too. But Padma, it's really interesting because the mistake I made before you know, I found out about all these amazing people who were willing to share their experience of course creation was I thought if I build more courses, I will be more successful. So mm-hmm. at one point, Tech Pixies had six different courses And I I was just like trying to like, you know, we had SEO, we had Google AdWords, we had um, paid advertising. We had, you know, we even had, I even considered splitting up the big course and doing each social network on its own. And at the end of the day, um, when I started listening to people in the space, you know, one really big piece of advice came from Amy, who is, you know, one of your friends and who I have massive respect for. She said one thing, like do one thing, like, narrow especially Mm -hmm. if you're just getting started don't get don't get excited about shiny objects don't feel like you got to create all these courses do one course pick one make it the best one it can possibly be get a profit on that one and then you Mm -hmm. can think about everything else and Mm -hmm. when she said that i was like okay that's what i'm gonna do Mm -hmm. i dropped every other course and i just focused on the one that we had the most sales for in terms of enrollments you know and that Mm -hmm. was social media magic and then i actually what's ironic is over the last year all those other courses that we had put together, I've brought them in to the one big one and increased the value of it. So yeah. I, my, I, my advice to that, Padma, is stick with the one and make it the best one on the market. And, you know, there's other opportunities afterwards once you're successful there. But what do you think, Josh?
1: Yeah. I, um, so we use a principle called follow the money, which is like if you let's say you launch that course and like you get one customer, right? Like that—that's money that came in, right? And so follow that. Like, don't don't be like, all right, let's. It only did one. Let's go and like try and try something else and see if that one works better. It's like no, follow the money. Like that one worked. Let's just let's maximize that. Let's get better and better at that. Um, and uh, that that advice I think is really crucial. The reason why I think the reason why um, that people get drawn towards like giving up and like trying something else, like you know, just, just sort of going to the next shiny object. Um, it's, it's actually because it's kind of ingrained in our culture a little bit. Like, you know, the concept of like getting rich as though it's like this moment that occurs that it's like suddenly that, did you hear that? Like, oh joy, she got rich. Like it just like randomly you got rich. Right. It's like, no, like you worked your butt off over a period of time. And then now like people are saying, oh wow, you have money right now. Right. In their minds, they think it's like some, some type of event. Like you won the lottery. It's not how it works. Like if you want to it's called building a business for a reason. And so if you get initial traction, you want to build upon that. Like you don't want to just be like, oh, I only got one. I think if I did a course on this now, it would do better. And I might get like more sales. It's like, no, you got one. How do you get like five now? How do you get 10? How do you get 20? You just go up from there.
0: And there's huge blessings in small numbers. And I remember hearing that and being like, I don't get that. But having now gone through that transition where we had six students, and then, in fact, we had six students, then 10 students, then we went backwards and had eight students. And I was like, what am I doing wrong? (laughs) And and actually, at that point, I just didn't know about Facebook advertising, which ended up being one of the big things I needed to learn in the business. But by having three cohorts of, of six, 10, and eight, I got to know the students so well. And I yeah. really got to figure out what they needed and what what I could deliver, you know, what they what they wanted. And they got a lot of personal attention. And that, that shaped, really shaped the curriculum that then went on to 20, 30, 50, 100 students. Yeah. And I never, if I had started with 100 students on that first cohort, I would have had so many negative reviews. Yeah. Cause I wasn't ready for it. You know, you've got to get ready for that size of a course as well, or a thousand students, or, I mean, you had membership with thousands of people, so you know what that's like.
1: People um, need to hear those stories more because like, even, even I'm probably guilty of it, like probably guilty of like, you know, saying like the, the, you know, the sexiest success stories. Right. Um, I think people need to hear that. Like, look, there was a time where I got one sale. Right. Like there was a time where we just got one sale and it was like, great. Or I told you guys a story when we launched the first course, we made no sales, right? Like that stuff does happen. It's it's like a building, it's a process to get to a point where you want to get to. It's not like an event that occurs like that. It's like there's several steps along the way. Um, and I, I think like for me, it feels more ethical um, as someone who coaches entrepreneurs to just be honest about that and say like, look, this is not, like a get rich quick thing that's not what it is like this is about building a business over time um and and so like if you're jumping into this thinking that like you're just gonna like you know push a few buttons and then you'll you'll suddenly, be a mil- suddenly become like a millionaire it's not gonna happen right um I, I think it's like my ethical responsibility to say like look there's a way to get there faster for sure and that's why you invest in coaching is going to help you get there faster but it's still a process. And so i want you to be able to stick out that process for you know for as long as it takes
0: well and just appreciate the small wins you know and i think in the course creation world enjoy
1: enjoy the process like like stop you know focusing so much on the outcome like focus on like the process that you're going through which i know can be hard can be challenging for sure but it's like it's like you know when you said to me before how like you were kind of like laughing about how like no one showed up for the webinar whatever and it's like, you know, in the moment, you couldn't enjoy that, right? But in so reflection, you look back. Yeah, it's like you look back and you're like, oh, man, that was such a funny. Now I have that story to share. Like, you know, it's, it's like one of those things that we, we forget to, like, um, appreciate uh, the process, the journey.
0: Well, and I think on the second webinar, like two people showed up and I remember kind of like, you know, you're trying to have these like exciting conversations and you're like, okay, tell me in the comments if you're like <laughs> on board. And, you know, of course the gals have been around for a long time. You know, we had a thousand women in our free training pop-up group, which of course I only did the pop-up group because you told me to. I, I'm proud of
1: you. Yeah. I,
0: well, thank you. But I mean, can we just say that pop-up group, which had a massive impact. I mean, Josh, I got a message today on, on Instagram from a woman who's um she just and she messaged me i messaged her because i looked her up and i was like oh i really love your place and i want to book it this summer and anyway we started going back and forth and she's like you know this place only exists because i did your free training so she didn't yeah. even come on our paid program she did our two-week pop-up group she then quit her job as a um she was a, a deputy head at a, te- a teaching at a school she okay. quit her job, she set up a, this dream, um, it's like a dream glamping place because they live in Yorkshire. And they've so, they've, so they've built this dream glamping place for people, oh, cool. which they can self isolate. Like they've got it built in a way that people can still go because they can be isolated from other people wow. still doing that in this country. Um, and, and, but the thing is, is like, I mean, she messaged me. She's like, I'm, I'm I would love to have you come visit. Because you're the reason this exists. And, mm. and she said, because I did your free course. And so, but I but the but the crazy, crazy thing about this whole deal is that when I was on your boot camp, you guys said, hey, one of the really great things you can do, because it was, I mean, it was, it was tour it was going towards this. I mean, it was a boot camp for pop-up accelerator or for pop-up groups on Facebook. But you're like, you can you should really do this pop-up group. And I was like, okay, well, if I'm going to do it, I have to do it like next week. I literally said that to you. I said, like, you're telling me this today and I've got to do it next week. And, and here's the thing. Here's the significant part in this. I tried to do that pop-up Facebook group. You can go see it. I tried to do it twice before. And I had um, 300 students the first time. I had 800 students the second time. No traction. No wow. one commented on anything. There were like a few people in there. We have one or two students that came out of there that may have engaged. I mean, Dee Dashwood was one of them. She was a great engager in that. But I did it all wrong. And I'm, I said to you I'm on the VIP, because the cool thing about the VIP is you can ask direct questions. But I said, like, I tried it twice and it failed. And I'm really nervous about trying it again. And you're like, well, Joy, here's the blueprint for how you do that. Like You literally gave me the roadmap for how to do a successful pop-up group. And I was, it was like gold dust because I walked. What,
1: what was different? May I ask what was different?
0: Well, you know how this time around. To, well, you guys. I mean, you guys were different because you, <laughs> I, I had a, I had a blueprint. I had a, I had a road map. You said mm. there were three things you said I needed to do every day in the pop up mm. group, and I literally did those three things, and it worked. You know, we, mm. we, we told you know we we gave people their marching orders. We told them to take action. We asked them to do something. They did it. Um, And, you know, and also having gone through your boot camp, you know, the way that you ask questions to get people to talk and to to engage and, you know, to say yes to the conversation Mm. um, and to keep it upbeat and to keep it moving and to keep it going fast. I mean, we've got already almost 60 comments just on this live because people they've been, you know, in a funny way, they've been trained, but also encouraged to comment because that's what makes the experience magical. Yeah. So, you know, I think that's the part for me. It was like. I had one, one day, one day. I mean, it was like a, it was like a <laughs> five day boot camp. but I had one day where you said, yeah, you just need to do this. And it was the one piece of knowledge that I didn't have. And I had, I had some of the other knowledge, but not as much, but it was the one piece where I was like, okay, well, if I'm going to, okay, well do I, okay, I'll do it next week. You know? And I literally said to and, you guys, and I'm you gonna, pulled
1: the trigger <laughs> do it, it,
0: next week and I did it. And I, but I wasn't going to do a pop-up Facebook group. I wasn't going to serve a thousand women that way. That mm. wasn't what I was going to do. And and I mean, I, you don't know this, um, but the Times, which is a huge paper in the UK, they're going to mm-hmm. profile um, the work we did. Because, really?
1: Yeah, wow!
0: In the middle of the coronavirus, and it was all about helping women um, just get get back in yeah. touch with their hopes and dreams. And you know, we had them do. I mean, literally, we gave away a part of our course but i watched you and jill just give so much of your heart to the people that were on that boot camp and i was like i'm just going to do that too because i it, it resonated so much with me it didn't feel sleazy it felt like the right kind of thing to do and especially in the crisis we were in with the coronavirus it really felt like the right thing to do yeah. and um and you know and it really was amazing it was a magical experience and and then to get that note today on instagram from this woman saying, you know, I've decided to do this because I did your free course, Mm. which I mean, quite frankly, I was doing the free course, but I wasn't doing the pop-up group. And it was honestly, the pop-up group was magic. Mm. It was total magic. And, you know, so I just, I just want, I'm so glad you gave us your time tonight. I just wanted to make sure that people knew that, that like you're not like i would never promote something that i don't genuinely believe in i would never promote people that i have not worked with i would always promote people i've worked with police people i believe in and i completely believe in what you and jill are doing um 100 now there is one question that's come up which is will this run again when will it run and will the price be the same
1: um so we will run it again um but we're gonna uh push the price. The price is going to go up to uh, 47. So right now it's 37. It's going to gonna go up to 47. Eventually it'll go up to 97 just because um, we, there's, there's like hundreds of people coming into this. And so we, we also like hire coaches that come into the, the, the bootcamp with us. And so we're paying for their time to actually show up and they're like assigned to like a group of people uh, in the boot camp, So like we have to like pay for their time as they kind of go through. And so, um, so yeah, right now the price is 37 or we'll go up to 47 the next time. And then, Uh, go up to 97 after that. So this is the second time we've, we've run it by the way. So the second time around um, we're actually expanded it out a little bit. So last time was um, three days. Technically we actually did four days, but this time we're actually um, spread it out over five days. We've included a couple extra things in there as well, based off what, what people were asking for last time. Like one of the things that people asked for last time is, um, they weren't fully clear on their niche. And I don't know if anyone is like uh, watching in right now and maybe this is something that's going up for for you. Well, no
0: one's going to be clear on it. If you keep calling it a niche over here, it's a niche,
1: niche, niche. <laughs> niche. It's a niche. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back to my, my uh, Australian uh, heritage. Uh, so, so people, people were struggling with, maybe they, they had a few niches, but they didn't know which one would be a good fit for, for an online course. Um, and so we wanted to have a day that focused on um, helping people secure the right niche, um, and also identify um, identify uh, who their target audience actually is. Because you know sometimes like you have a niche. Uh, let's let's say like you're in you're in a big niche, right? Let's say you're in you're in like the fitness niche, which is a huge one. Does it sound strange that I'm saying niche right no, now? No, I
0: love it. It sounds totally normal to me, but I just know how weird it feels for you.
1: <laughs> it is super weird. Uh, so, so we're in a big niche, like the fitness niche, right? But like who, you don't want to target everyone. You know what I mean? If you're targeting everyone, you're targeting no one, right? So you're not going to stand out. So We need to like select who our target audience is going to be. Like maybe it's like... Um, Maybe it's like uh, work, busy professional working women over the age of 40, right? And it's like you're, you have like a program which is designed specifically for their particular needs, right? So that's like identifying who your target audience actually is. So those are the two things we were focusing on day one, which is different to what we did last time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Well, I so appreciate your time. There was one question about um, a course creator that had just folded, and it was a creator thing. I don't know if you know anything about that. Have you heard about them?
1: What 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 is it? I don't. It was like a
0: crafting website. You could take online crafting courses, and they've just folded as a company. Oh,
1: really? I don't. I don't know. You you know what you know what's really interesting is like um I think like there's certain companies like Udemy um who are like trying to like I guess like mass produce courses or like you know create a marketplace for courses but one thing they're not factoring in which is the most important rule for creating courses this is like rule number one which is which is this people aren't buying your course they're buying the result they get from the course right yeah. and so so if someone spends seven bucks on a course and they got they got the course they got the content there but they don't actually use it and get results then that course is actually worth nothing in my mind because that person got no results right and so what i think is more important is that um you figure out a way to sell a course at a price point where someone is more invested so they're going to show up and take the course and and do the necessary work to get the results that they want right um so i'm actually a big proponent of raising the price of your courses it's better to rate you're serving your students a lot more when you raise the prices as opposed to lower your prices. And, and you know that too, Joy, right? Like yeah. as you've raised the prices, people have been more committed. Um, they're taking it more seriously. Like they're getting better results. Like it always seems to, to happen that way.
0: Well, and that was the crazy thing. Like I was so scared about raising my price. And actually the irony is the price, the course did better in terms of, well, just in terms of um, enrollments, it did better yeah. when it raised the price because people suddenly started to value it. And, you know, they're thinking, well, if I'm going to put, you know, 1,992 pounds down on something, it's probably worth something. Yeah. And you know, even with that, it was almost 2,400 pounds. And I remember being really scared about that, but I had people who, um, asked me to tell them what I kind of what was in the course and when I told them they were just like oh my gosh that is worth so much more and you know we have a no question left behind rule so we really try and answer every question for our students if they can't figure it out within the community and that's the kind of service you don't get when you buy a unique yeah. course or whatever so I would imagine I mean we don't know the inside story for that Ella I'm really sorry but I know she wanted to know the inside story but I guess the the thing is if it if it is you know where where it is a conglomerate of other courses mm. it doesn't do as well because actually these individual courses with the individual course creators are taking off now because of facebook groups and things like that where you can support your students so much better um exactly. i just want to i want to close on one question which is really important because it's for right? Let me just say everybody who's in the TechPixie community, if you sign up through the link we've given you, if you signed up but didn't join the VIP, I have a special link for you. So just DM me and I'll send you the link to upgrade to VIP. But two, wants to kind of understand the difference between VIP, like what's the difference between the VIP and the normal price?
1: Yeah. So what happens is uh, with the regular ticket, um, you're going to be in the group. Um, so first all, we open up the group and then each day we go live at noon Eastern. What time is that uh, over in the UK, by the way?
0: I think we worked noon. out at 5 PM.
1: 5 PM, right? So about 5 PM, uh, your time. And so right there, we deliver a 45 minute presentation on that day's, uh, task that, that you're required to essentially do to put together uh, with your blueprint. Um, but then afterwards, um, we then go live inside of a, inside of our private zoom meeting room, um with just VIPs. So we have like an extra hour with VIPs. And what we do there is we actually, we have like these really cool playbooks. Um, And so one of the things that we do is we, we put on like hot seats um, for people. Oh, can you, Can you hear? Yeah. So we put on hot seats for people. So you have a chance to like uh, be able to like ask us a question directly and we'll give you feedback on that. That's like me and Jill, uh, as well as our head coaches in there too. Uh, We also do breakout sessions as well, which is really fun. Um, So like, let's say for example, um, on, on day one, we're focusing on niche target, your target customer, your target audience. Uh, What we'll do is uh, we'll move you guys off into breakout rooms and you'll have an opportunity to do what we call four minute feedbacks with the other VIPs. So you'll be with like three or four other VIPs in that breakout room. And you'll just, you'll say, look, this is my niche. Um, and this is who I think my target customer is. And then you have four minutes to get feedback from the group of VIPs in there. And then we come back into the main room. Um, and this is where we actually communicate that back and forth with myself and Jill. Um, four, minutes, and so, four
0: minutes each, yeah. Like it's Four not- minutes
1: each, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's kind, of, it's kind of like, the, the difference really is like, um, It's kind of like a backstage pass. Like if you go to like a concert, it's like you're getting like the backstage pass. So like you're getting behind the scenes with me and Jill, more like one-on-one time with us, like that kind of stuff. Um, And so that's what you're paying for with the VIP.
0: Yeah. And I have to say, having done the VIP, like obviously I highly recommend it. Um, I think if you can't do the, like if you can't show up live for the VIP, you do get the recordings, but I would probably say maybe you're fine with the course because the real value mm-hmm. is actually in the, in the talking and, and speaking to people and you learn so much.
1: We, we also created a payment plan too, which I forgot to mention. So there's a payment uh-huh. plan for the VIP, which is five payments of 47. So if that kind of like, if you're happy to do that, you can, you can pull the trigger on that one too
0: yeah awesome. well that's even better. So I'm I'm so glad we've already got Veronica who she loves her accent um, and I know she's as she yesterday she's like i you he had me on hello. Veronica, I know is in she's just said VIP yes, please joy and um, Tuha, you know my personal opinion on you Tuha if you can do the VIP, I would highly recommend it because you'll get so much um, connection with other people. also Tuha, is a Google AdWords, Google, like just Google specialist, you know, in terms of, yeah. So she might even end up getting some business out of it just by being that person, you know, I think it always. Uh,
1: I mean that if you do that, like this is actually, that's like one of the things that we see um, people will come in, um, someone like a messenger bot person came in and they were a part of the VIP and they made connections with other people and they ended up getting like three or four clients just by joining. So like these are, if you're in that space, like I, I would always go and join things like this, like all the time. This is the best way to even get clients.
0: I, well, and actually having done VIP on a few different occasions now, I see why people do it. Like yeah. there, it's a different, you come like, just like you said, you know, the person who spends 37 and there's nothing wrong with the person that spends 37, you know, they're just trying it out. They're not sure. Yeah. The person who goes for the 197 and the VIP option, they're like, yes i'm i'm all in i want to know mm-hmm. about this i'm you know and if that's you then you should do it because the value you get is going to be so high um i've got uh sophie's just said um i'm in the vip shell says oh yes signing up for <laughs> vip please
1: in so, the vip love you're it gonna
0: have a very nice um contingent from tech fixies from the uk uh joining you for the boot camp um, thank you for your generous time this evening. Is there anything you want to leave any note, any last words of wisdom that you want to leave?
1: I, I just want to say like, um, you know, like the most important thing is action, right? In, when it comes to like growing any kind of business and uh, a general rule, um, action always beats inaction. And so if you're like, if you're at the moment right now and you're like, I don't, I'm, I don't know fully what my course would be about, or like, I, I don't know if I should create one or whatever. I just want to say to you that the best thing you could do is just take one form of action. Just do one thing because action always beats in action any day of the week. So um, as long as you're just constantly making, like taking new action, and we call it messy action in in Team Screw. We say like, it doesn't matter. Even if we're not going to do it perfectly, let's just do it anyway. And as we kind of go through, we'll, we'll like wipe the mud off like, and as we kind of like go along, but let's just keep taking messy action all the time. And I just want to encourage you guys to keep doing that.
0: Well, I, so, um, in the last couple of weeks, since I did the last boot camp with you, I wrote a book. (laughs) I I took a week off and I wrote a book. And the one sentence that I kept putting in that book and it really, I mean, we should probably probably give it the title was, uh, inaction is the death of dreams. And Mm -hmm. I really truly believe that. Um, I, I think if you do, I agree with you hundred percent taking action, You know, this year at Tech Pixies, our hashtag is Be Brave and Sparkle. And the reason that we have the hashtag Be Brave, you can see it's right up there, Be Brave, is because we believe that taking one brave action will lead to another brave action, will lead to another brave action, will lead to another... And then like 10 brave actions later, you're kind of going wow, you know, like I, I didn't mm. know I could be this brave, but you have to be brave once in order to be brave twice. And, you know, and that's such an important part. So I love that you closed on that. And, um, we're so excited and everyone's typing done is better than perfect, which is so true.
1: There you go. Um, it's so true. Thank hey, you thank you God. so much. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you so much. Super excited to serve you guys in the boot camp there as well. Maybe you guys can use like a hashtag in the group, hashtag tech pixies. So we know yeah. uh, who you guys are.
0: The TP gang. That's what we'll be. TP gang.
1: Okay. Hashtag TP gang. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's probably something else that's not very good. <laughs> we
1: we'll have to come up
0: with a new one. Uh, the Sparkle Squad will be the, te- yeah, the Sparkle Squad or something. I
1: love it. I love it. All right. It.
0: <laughs> Bye, Thank Justin, you. So Bye. Much.